Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mind Body Evolution podcast with Allison and Jen. We are so happy to have you here. Hi, Allison. Hi, how are you? I am good. I'm doing really well. How is your day today? My day is really good. I've gotten a lot accomplished today. I woke up, I meditated, I wrote some in my journal, I went grocery shopping, and now I'm on the podcast with you on this <laughs> lovely Tuesday. Yay. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm just getting started on the other side of the country, and it's kind of gray today, which I'm happy about because I feel like when it's gray and not sunny outside, it makes it easier for me to stay inside and uh, do the stuff I need to do and focus better. Because if it's sunny outside, I want to go outside. <laughs> so it gives me an excuse. Um, so why don't you start us off with one of your quotes? Okay. Today, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know who said it, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's called, it says creating a healthy mindset is an investment in your overall well-being. <clears throat> I think that's true. We talk about that all the time and how important it is, um, being able to, understand your thoughts and and making sure that you are trying to keep them not necessarily positive but that i think healthy is an appropriate word because healthy doesn't mean just positive and happy happy exactly a healthy mindset doesn't mean that you're in this positivity bubble and no one could um and nothing could break it um i lived in a positivity positivity bubble for a long time but it worked for me and I know a lot of people that have done that and it's not terrible it's not awful but a healthy mindset is about balance and and knowing um there's happiness and there's sadness and there's um living in fear and living in um no fear and it's it's about the gray area I believe Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's, I think it's a, it, it's being honest with yourself, which I know is something that we really want to talk about today is looking at life in an honest way. Um, <clears throat> something that I like to talk about is um, having radical acceptance. I like that term because it means that you're not looking at something and trying to force it into your perception, force it to be happy or good. You're looking at it for what it is. Kind of no rose colored glasses, just this is the situation and this is what it is and the honesty that comes with that. Correct. And that means we're on part two of what do people with a healthy mindset do? And Mm. this episode is about being honest. When a person with a healthy mindset makes a quote unquote mistake, they take responsibility for their actions. They don't make excuses. They don't complain and whine. They immediately take an honest look and find healthy solutions. And radical acceptance is a big part of that because there's sometimes you have to be able to accept that you have to sit in it for a little bit before the solution shows up. 
And isn't that, I think that's the most difficult thing to do, especially for me. I like to move through things quickly. It's just part of my personality. Um, but I know that about myself and I know that I don't always allow myself time to sit in what I need to sit in to get through it. Well, there's, Truthfully. there's appropriate, I mean, a person with a healthy mindset also knows that even if they're going through the most horrendous, horrible, heartbreaking thing in their life, they still have to get up, take care of their kids, go to the grocery store. They still have to show up at work and act as if they're okay to get through whatever tasks they have to get through. And they make time in the evening or early in the morning to let themselves feel it, think it, go through it and process what's happening so they can find the healthy solution. They don't just stop living. No, because that's impossible no matter what it is. And, and I know this very well, personally, my six years ago, my children's father died unexpectedly at 44 and we just got a phone call basically. We were divorced at the time, but still very close. And that going through that and helping my kids go through it, they are the ones that got me through it because I did. I woke up every morning. First thing I did was remind myself that he had passed away and it's just me and the kids. And then I would think about all of the situations, the situation and the things that we had to do just to keep going. And the thing that got me out of bed was taking care of my kids and making sure they were okay, you know, and managing them because the world doesn't stop when tragedy happens. It stops for you and you may want other, you want it to stop for other people, but it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't. So I do, I just remember that waking up and feeling it's such a bizarre place to be, but you have to have something talking about a healthy mindset you know, you, I couldn't delude myself and say, oh, this is going to be okay. You know, I would say everything's going to be okay because I knew it was going to eventually be okay. But in that moment, there were things we had to do. There were things we had to work through. And there was a lot of stuff. Um, and recognizing that. And I did, and you do have to put on a brave face. And I, and I think that's what you were saying is that it's okay to put on the brave face to get through what you have to get through. Um, and then deal, take time to deal with the other stuff that you need to deal with at a specific time. Right. And it doesn't mean you're not being honest. And it doesn't mean that you're a fake person. Um, being honest with yourself is knowing your truth and knowing what you need to do and what you need to let yourself feel and what you need to let go. Um, and taking an honest inventory of where you're at in your life right now is something that healthy people do all the time. They, they sit down sometimes once a month, once a week, once every three months, but they literally do take an inventory of where they're at in their life, what they've accomplished, what they want to accomplish and how they want to live. Yes. I think that's something that I need to, I need to do. I do, And I think it's important to write it down or to put it um, in the universe more than just leaving it in your head. Well, I'm always, really bad yeah. about doing that. I'm really bad about just thinking, Oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then, you know, and this is what I'm going to try to change. and I'm going to work on this. But if it's not, if it's just in your head, 
I feel like it's just not as powerful. Like things aren't going to start happening. Like you have to hold yourself accountable by writing it down. Well, there's magic in pen to paper. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe once you write it on paper and you're able to articulate it and become clear Mm -hmm. and the clarity um, brings so much more to your life than anything, I believe. And Honesty is is a is a hard one because years ago I wasn't honest with myself. Yeah. When I was in that bad relationship with my kid's father, I lived in multiple of lies just to get through the day. And I found out you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live in lies. You don't have to believe the lies. Yeah, I I think that is true. And that's where just looking at the situation for what it is within and uh, just for, on a reality, like in reality, I'm getting tongue tied with what I'm trying to say, but looking, not putting your biases or your spin on what is happening, like genuinely looking at it. And I think sometimes that takes people a really long time to get to that point of being able to assess something and look at it for what it truly is. Um, I think it's a skill, and I think that is part of what we're talking about is your mindset being healthy and having the ability to recognize when you're deluding yourself. Correct. It takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. Um, Accountability in it is important, especially if you're new to it and you don't know how to find the honesty within yourself. Um, because some people just didn't grow up with the honesty. I know a lot of parents that live in lies and that's what they're teaching their children. And I was lucky enough that my mom, um, when I was a little girl decided to get sober and honesty was a big deal in my house. Like I would get in more trouble for lying about what I did than what I did if I just told her the truth about what I did. And that was a big lesson for me because it helped me be more honest with myself. Like, yeah, I did that. I took responsibility. Yeah, I um, went on a boat when I wasn't supposed to because we lived in a marina and we weren't allowed on people's boats. We weren't allowed in the river because we lived right on the Hudson River in New York and Um, one of the things we all the kids did in the neighborhood was go on the boats when we were told not to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, what else would you do? And my mom would always find out because, you know, the mom knows everything and Mm -hmm. they always have um, flies on the walls. I swear. I I know I do with my kids, so (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Yes. (laughs) Um, But when she would ask if we lied about it, we our punishment was 10 times more horrible than it was if we just told the truth. Yeah, I went in the boat. Yeah, we were we went to whatever on the river and our punishment wasn't as bad. And it taught yeah. me a lot about honesty. Like it's better to be honest with ourselves and the people around us than it is to tell a lie. Living in lies is so draining and so tiring. And so it it can make you so depressed. And I remember living in a lie 
and with my kid's dad and I got to a point where I couldn't even walk out of my house. Like I literally did nothing but sit in my house because I was so depressed and I was Mm -hmm. so lifeless and not that everyone gets to that point in their life, but I did. And I remember feeling like, this is my life. I'm just going to live in this house. I don't need to go grocery shopping. My mother will do it for me. I was blessed that Mm -hmm. I had a mother that would go grocery shopping for me and take my kids to birthday parties, take my kids to events and and take them Mm -hmm. to the park and go swimming. But a lot of people don't have that. My mom let me sit in it. And I was Mm -hmm. blessed for that. Because if I didn't go through that, such a bottom with that, I don't think I'd be the person I am today, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of work to feed through and get through the truth of every lie that I told myself and that I believed for so long. Mm-hmm. What started you looking at it? In, Cause you were in this place, you were sitting in it. Like what prompted you to start making that step and looking at it and wanting to do something different? Um, when my kid's dad attacked me in front of the kids instead of when they were sleeping and Mm. they I had to get an order of protection me and the kids had an order of protection he wasn't allowed Mm -hmm. around us up to a thousand feet for over for a very long time and the help of friends that understood how afraid I was in my life Um, and just being there for me and inviting me places to leave the house. It was never so hard in my life to like go to a friend's house that I've known my whole life, my whole life. I knew this, these friends and I still was afraid to leave my house and go to their house, but they would help me. And in that, I started realizing that I can be happy and I can live a different life and, Through that, I started um, doing a lot of soul searching about who I wanted to be, what I want, who I was really, and started, I went to therapy for a long time. I read a lot of books and I had coaches and friends to walk me through a lot of the pain so I could see Mm -hmm. the truth. Wow. And that's, so it it took a very traumatizing event to kind of wake you up and show you that there was a different way. But I also think that those are the times that as horrible as they are, they also are that motivation or the kick in the butt that you need. Yeah, I, I, I needed it because in my head, when I got with my kid's dad was, we're never going to get we're never going to separate. I'm going to raise my kids with him. But in reality, the truth was, is I was raising my kids by myself, even though he was here, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see that. And, um, and I didn't see that until after we weren't together anymore. I was with him for 19 years. And, um, the last five were pure, pure hell, pure hell. Mm -hmm. And, 
I had it in my head. We were going to raise the kids together. We're going to be together forever. But I could tell you this. I always said no to marrying him. And I was never going to get married. And so there was still something inside of me that knew that we weren't going to be together forever. Because I always said no. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that was God, the universe, protecting me and keeping that strong inside of me because it was less of a complication to separate because we didn't have marital assets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was, there was something inside you that knew it just needed, yes. it just had to find its way. Yeah. To the and, and it was, it was very, very um, hard. I'll never forget the day I was getting ready. I mean, the kids were going to go to a friend's house and my daughter said, go a lot of places now, mama. And I said, I know we have a life now. She goes, no, 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 mama. We always had a life. We're just using it now. And that has always stuck with me ever since she said that to me. I'm going to start crying because I know we always, we all have a life. Are you using your life? Are you living your life? And I'm going to start crying. I know you're giving me chill bumps. It's very powerful. And I tell you the things that come out of kids' mouths, they are, they can hit you right in the heart. Because I wasn't living life. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was just, it was life, but I wasn't using it. I wasn't living with a purpose. I wasn't helping my children. I wasn't doing anything. And once she said that to me, it like woke me up even more and it got me to even be more honest about how I wanted to live my life and what I wanted to do with my life. And one of the things I always wanted to do is help women live a healthy, happy life and have independence and make their own decisions and not Mm -hmm. fear leaving their house and not fear living their life. Yeah. I, I think that it was so powerful because, and, and which makes it, I mean, emotional for you, for what she said, because she recognized it when you couldn't. Yes. As well. Like she saw, and I think that's hugely impactful for all of us. If we, cause sometimes we think, well, it's just me, you know, I'm dealing with this. It's fine. But it, it permeates to your children and everything about your life. And they pay attention and they know, they yeah. just know. And because they live it as well, just on a different, in a different way, mm-hmm. they live it as well. So um, very powerful story, Allison. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I never thought I would be sharing this publicly. I never talked about any of this personal mm-hmm. stuff on any of my social media or anything. So this podcast is opening me up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it is powerful when you share what you've been through, what you've been through and what I've been through and what everybody in the world, everybody has their things that they have gone through. And I always think knowing that you're not alone in the situation, knowing that you're not the only one in the world that this has happened to that there are these things happen all the time, every day. And I think it gives other people hope because the being alone and feeling like you're alone, just like you were and you wouldn't leave the apartment. um, Isolation is the absolute worst thing you could do. And speaking it and saying it is another way of releasing it and being free of it. 
yeah. and you've done so much work from it. But I think that just knowing that whatever situation you're going through, whether it's a ridiculous, horrible divorce or, you know, or you're going, you're grieving, somebody's in your face, somebody's died, all of these things, it's very easy to feel isolated and alone. Um, and I, and I think just talking about it just as, releases it more and it get, and it lets other people know, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's that one person that is stuck in their house right now and is afraid to leave. Right. And here's your story and knows that. Well, I could tell you, know, you that the quarantine, the pandemic has kicked up a lot of that feeling because of being trapped in the house, not having, um, not seeing my friends, hanging out with my friends, not going on getaways and vacations and things like that have been really bothering me because that was the one thing that I chose to do once me and my kid's dad weren't together. I've taken my kids on vacation every year. Ever since my husband and I have been together, we've gone on a vacation by ourselves and we've taken a family vacation. We've done weekend getaways. And the last Last year I was in school and this year's the pandemic and it's really, really starting to get to me that I'm not using my life to have fun and (laughs) finding fun in my house has been buying curtains and changing the (laughs) decorating stuff because I need it to look different, you know? Right. Yeah. And that, and if I'm being honest with myself, I'm, I'm starting, there's some feelings inside of me of when I used to not leave my house. So if you're a person like me, who's been through it and, and started living life and enjoyed your life, and now you're in a pen in the pandemic and you're quarantined at home and, or you're choosing to not um, participate in things because you want to stay safe and keep your family safe. But these feelings are coming up. You're not alone. I'm okay. having a hard time with it because it brings me back to when I was petrified to leave my house. Right. And that was not a fun time in my life. And I can totally relate. And no, it's different this time because it's about health safety. It's about keeping my family safe. I live literally right next door to my mother and she's diabetic. My son spends his whole day there. What if I brought it into my house? Cause I decided social distancing um, and wearing masks with friends that I haven't seen in a long time isn't necessary anymore. What if I bring the virus into my house? Like, yeah. so it's a different reason, but the feelings are there still. And I, and I understand mm-hmm. and it's okay to have those feelings. It's knowing that they're, they're not, it's temporary. It's not being forced by hate or fear. It's, it's being, it's happening because I'm choosing to have it happen right now mm-hmm. and it's Okay. And that's being honest with myself. But I have to do that reality check. I have to accept that I'm choosing not to see friends that haven't been in my circle since Christmas time. And it's okay. And we will get through this. There will be a time again. So my biggest thing for everybody is to take an inventory. What lies are we telling ourselves right now? that we need to stop telling ourselves what situations in our life do we have to accept and learn to live with, or we could change and help and 
open our minds to a healthy solution. Those are the things that healthy people do. And it's taken me years to come to this point. I'm talking, my kids, my son's going to be 15 in September. He was not even two years old when that situation happened and my kid's Mm -hmm. father attacked me in front of them. Um, Mm -hmm. So this has been years of working on myself and, and finding my truth and my honesty. Right. Which it's always a journey. I mean, I think you are a testament to what you can achieve and what can happen and a testament to whatever is happening in your life. You can change it. You can change your thought. You can make a conscious choice to do something different, which is what I think we're talking about here right now. You talked about doing an inventory. How do you do your inventory? Just share. Do you have something specific that you go through and you ask yourself, or is it more of a general questions about your life? Well, what you want to change. The accountant in me <laughs> mm-hmm. does a T like I make a T. And on the left side, I write all the lies. And on the right side, I do the opposite, the truths. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I take an honest look at it. I, 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 I if there's pros and cons, um, mm-hmm. honesties and lies, I just always do the front and back of it to see the whole mm-hmm. picture. I don't just look at one side. I look at both sides. Well, I think you have to, if you're, if you're talking about being, you know, doing an honest look at something, you have to look at the full picture, the whole picture. And the Um, question, like, the question's different every time. Am I living the life I want to be living right now today? Okay. Yes. So. And no. What am I doing that is, what am I doing that I'm living the life that I want to live? And what things am I not doing to live? 100% fully the way I want to live. So this is, because I think this is fabulous. You basically start with one question and then you um, put down, if you want to say pros and cons or the truth and the lies, whatever you hear. And and then go on to the next question. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm going to do that today. You always give me tips of what to do. If only you could make me follow through, it would be so much helpful, so much more helpful. I can't write it for you. That's where you take your own radical accountability and acceptance to where you're at. Yes. Well, at least I am very honest with myself. I know that I have a tendency to get excited about things and then follow through 50%, but not 100%. So I I definitely know that about myself. Um, Sorry, Charlie's right in front of me. She wants my water bottle to chew on. (laughs) <laughs> um, we really need to get our pictures up of the bulldog so that people will see Charlie and Stella. I know. Don't you guys want to see Stella and Charlie? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. They're they're too stinking cute. Very annoying, but but very cute. Um, so I really i've I've enjoyed this conversation today because I think it was. I think it's important the concept of being honest with yourself and radical self um, acceptance and looking at your situation with open eyes and doing the inventory, which I think is a fabulous tool for anybody to use 
for any question that you want to ask yourself. Um, I, I think anybody could benefit from that on any given day. Absolutely. So I think I, I love it. Yeah. Um, so honesty, how to, how to have honesty and a healthy mindset or being honest within your healthy mindset. It's all part of it. Exactly. Because like, like we always say, what we think matters, how we think matters, how our inner self talks to us matters. Um, and it's just our whole theme of this whole podcast is it starts internally. It has to start internally. If you don't make changes inside yourself and how you're thinking, then nothing's going to change on the outside. I believe that's when true transformation takes over and the outside follows. Mm-hmm. It has to. It does. It has no choice. If you, if light bulbs, if it's, it's like being in a dark room and not really knowing what to do. And then the, you flip the light switch on and all of a sudden you can see things that you weren't able to see before. You can't go back. You always have to go forward and that's progression and transformation. Correct. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, mind body evolution with Jen and Allison. We have a Facebook group mind body evolution with Allison and Jen you're more than welcome to join it and continue the conversation with us we are in the process of creating some fantastic programs for people if they would like to um, do them and use them for themselves and their own personal and self development and we will keep you posted on when things become available And we're so excited that you're here with us and share this with everybody that you think will help them and subscribe to our podcast. Did I give you (laughs) enough to do today? (laughs) You did. And, and do your inventory. So you throw that on there as well. Um, Yes. Everybody. Thank you for listening. This has been a fabulous topic today, Allison, as always, I always like brainstorming with you and talking with you and, and sharing our thoughts and our views and our lives. Yes, me too. I love it. It excites me and it motivates me and I hope it does for everybody else. Me too. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.